This is the one minute how to. Item 279, how to tell a scientific theory from a guess. Hello everyone, this is George, your host. On this show, we've got Dr. Helen Quinn and she's going to explain to us how to tell a scientific theory from a guess. Dr. Quinn, can you first tell us a little something about yourself? Okay, well, I'm a theoretical particle physicist at the Stanford Linear Accelerator Center here in California, where I've been for many years, and my interest has been in understanding the structure of matter at the smallest possible scales. That's what I've spent my career on, but I'm also interested in communicating about science to the public. All right, well, if you're ready, then you've got 60 seconds. Well, a theory is something which develops over time and in science has to be based on some fairly significant collection of evidence. So it's not just something that we come upon lightly. It's something we work very hard to put together to compare with all other existing theories that are tested and established. We have to make sure there's no contradictions between our theory and the theories that are out there. Or if there are contradictions, we have to figure out and resolve which part is contradictory and how we would test which theory is right. A theory has to be able to make predictions, tell us what else we can measure and what else we can find out about by exploring this theory further. And a guess can have some of those features, but it doesn't have to have all of them. So the real difference between the scientific theory and a guess, I'd say, is its comprehensiveness. The fact that there's really a lot of information that's already taken into account in building this theory. And there's also a lot of future possibilities of testing it. And those are the things that really distinguish a theory from a guess. Now, you mentioned in a uh, Physics Today article, you said that your listeners have a weak sense of a chain of logic and inference supported by cumulative but not direct evidence. Does this make it just about impossible to not be misunderstood? Dale, I was writing for physicists, and physicists tend to assume that people know more than they do. And so when we're talking about the things we understand in our theories, we need to make sure that we're very explicit about things that we as scientists take for granted people know, but they don't always know. So I wasn't condemning my audience, but rather <laughs> saying in order to talk about something where the support for your theory is not very direct, that the evidence is something you can't see with your naked eye, but have to infer from various kinds of probes and measurements, then you have to be very careful to explain the basis and how you go about interpreting that evidence and why, in the end, when you've got enough such evidence, you can build a compelling theory, even though the relationship between the evidence and the theory appears to be rather indirect. Okay, Dr. Quinn, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Well, I think I'd like to talk about the fact that these theories can be very interesting to people who are not experts, and we as scientists do what we can to communicate about them. There's various ways of finding out, TV programs like NOVA, books, and here I'd like to push my recent book called The Mystery of the Missing Antimatter, which is intended for people who seriously want to know about the early universe and about particle physics and has had some quite positive reviews from the world out there. So if you're interested in those things, go look for it. Okay, and I'll make sure that I include a link to where you can get that book uh, on the one minute how to .com show notes. 
the other thing I guess I'd say is when you're working on theory, we often do start with a guess or a hunch or a general idea of how things might work. But getting from that guess to a theory is a long and very rigorous process of testing and of sorting out how this new idea fits with all the things we've already understood before. And so coming with a new idea is only a very small piece of the work, the work of making sure how that idea fits into our overall understanding. The network of ideas that is science is a very important part of it. Okay, Dr. Quinn, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're very welcome.